Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. I'm Travis Bow. Welcome, Travis. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way you can say that. Today, we're talking about Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Minute 67. Minute 67 starts with Nausicaa's face dissolving into bubbles, and it ends with uh, Teto nuzzling that same face <laughs> as Nausicaa <laughs> talks about grains of petrified wood sifting down from above. So when she's, when she's hugging the tree, Teto is not on her shoulder. No. Like when she steps into the tree... And when she's hugging at the beginning of the minute. But when she steps away, he's there. Is hmm. he? Didn't even so notice that. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. So there's a cut away to, I think, falling sand. And then we cut back and he's there. So he, I guess he must have jumped up there. Yeah, I imagine he's uh, he's probably always darting around and, and able to get up under her shoulder pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where we get uh, the the score. We mentioned uh, last minute that the music started a little bit kind of spare, just like three instruments in this. Here's where we strings are started to add in, yeah. and then woodwinds and timpani and so mm. forth. I like the way it swells kind of in a, I think in the, around the middle of this minute when she finds the, the grain of sand and the, the music really gets gets big right then. I think that's that's when it hits her. The full realization, yeah. you think? I think so, yeah. At least for what I, I don't know if my um, idea of what she's thinking lines up with, with yours, but I imagine we'll get into that. Yeah, in a few yeah. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, we heard water sound effects in the tree, and then we cut to these bubbles, and they looked very Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. me. <laughs> I saw that and was like, are we under the sea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little jarring seeing. Do the... I have to ask someone if I'm part of their world? Because <laughs> <laughs> Nausicaa's part of this world. Yeah. You were saying, Travis? It's, um, little, it's jarring. A little bit. Just the cutaway to the just just the bubbles by themselves. You know, because up until then, at least in this uh, these couple minutes, you know, the backgrounds and the scenes are very painted. You know, that very. Uh, very different from this like solid blue screen with some animated bubbles. It's just a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know what this is supposed to be. This seems to be, I don't think that's what the water looks like. Sure. Uh, going through the tree. Yeah. This seems to be, I mean, it's almost like a metaphorical kind of shot. We saw this, I think, like a couple of weeks ago when she was having her visions and there was like this cutaway to uh, like a blue sky. Oh, yeah. With puffy clouds, which didn't match either the the, the actual scene before it, yeah. and it didn't match the scene right after it, because it was like the scene before was overcast, dark clouds, and the scene after was this weird vision with yellow skies. So it seems to be this is maybe another kind of instance where there a shot is not actually depicting something in the movie; it's just kind of like a a Her metaphor, idea. yeah, yeah, like a, giving you the idea of something. Yeah. It's a little weird. So in the last minute, 
uh, Asbel was talking about the water and the air being pure, and then yeah. in, in this minute she sees the grains of the that petrified wood, which I, th- I think is a obviously reminds her of the pure sand from her little secret garden yeah. that she has. And then since this is all of the movie I've seen up to this point, the way mm-hmm. I read this scene is that she's starting to think that bringing her people down here might be their best chance of survival. Um, obviously, that's just my guess. Um, so I'm very curious about what comes next, but. Uh, that's the way I read this, and that's the plan that I think she is putting together. And I like the symbolism of that water, you know, flowing through this dead tree. Um, I think uh, I think water is a very common way to represent life. It's a very life giving. You can't have life yeah. without water. Mm-hmm. So the idea that there's still life inside this dead thing to me represents the idea of the people living in this forest of dead trees. So that's that's how I interpret this kind of scene. Hmm. Mm. That's a very fresh take. Yeah, okay. It is. That's had I mean you kind of I think you kind of get that later in the week when they're when she's discussing with Asbel. Yeah. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to spoil it. I, don't wanna, yeah, I, I should don't have watched the whole it. movie. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I probably, you know, yeah. Well, I, I probably uh, just spoiled it by telling you it was a fresh take, but uh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, isn't I remember you saying that in the in the manga uh-huh. for Nausicaa, she goes to a spot that is pure, and she ends up getting sick. That's right. Yeah. So in the manga, I don't okay. know. You, uh, obviously, you probably haven't read the manga, no. Travis, but yeah, the um, the backstory of the manga is that this whole. The forest it was uh, engineered. It's all like a result of genetic engineering. And oh, okay. Like, it's the manga. The movie only represents about like the first book and a half of seven books. So mm. that you can imagine that the, the yeah. story sure. gets much much more complicated. And she 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 winds up journeying to this city where the the scientists who who engineer this this uh, ecosystem are living like disembodied as intelligences inside this huge cube it gets really really weird but uh, <laughs> wow. the, uh yeah. in the manga the the forests and the insects were engineered as kind of cleaning agents oh, okay like after they uh, after they like spread throughout the earth they wind up cleaning the earth of toxins and then you know these these people were going to be, you know, kind of reanimated or downloaded back into bodies and they'd, they'd have some place clean to live. Oh, wow. But the actual people, so some spots had been cleaned already. So Nausicaa comes upon one of these areas that is kind of pure. Not here, but not like under the under the forest, but like an actual, like on the surface, there's like, you know, anim- like ancient animals and stuff like that all living there Mm -hmm. and she starts bleeding like her lungs start bleeding and it winds up that the actual people like her were also engineered to be able to stand this kind of slightly poisoned environment and they wouldn't be able to survive in an actual clean one huh doesn't make a lot of sense either but but also i mean in the uh, in the manga there are there are kind of two classes of people that actually live in the forest. They're like these kind of lower caste people, kind of like untouchables that are called worm handlers. <laughs> wow. <coughs> yeah. And they they kind of uh, 
it domesticated some of like the smaller grubs as kind of like hunting dogs and stuff like that. So that that's kind of I guess that's why they call them worm handlers. Yeah. But they use the, they use masks and they're you know everybody thinks they're dirty but they're kind of used as as uh, by the Tomekian army uh, and maybe some of the other armies as, wow. as kind of like to, as kind of uh, hunting troops and stuff like to search out uh, enemy escaped enemy soldiers and stuff. But then there are these other people that are called I think. Uh, People of the forest or children of the forest, very similar to the children of the forest in Game of Thrones. But yeah. they are, yeah. they're human, but they kind of live kind of in harmony in the forest. And so they don't use kind of like all the the protective gear that they have is kind of, they're kind of like Native Americans and like like the, all their, their garb and their yeah. clothes are fashioned from the forest rather than than kind of uh, more conditionally built. Goat cows. But they, I mean, if they kind of fit in, I think, with your idea, Travis. Okay. They they have found ways to live in the forest and kind of they're able to, like, you know, set up little tents or have little areas uh, that they found that that with with clean air and water. Okay. Where were we going with this? I got <laughs> fell down a rabbit hole. <laughs> no, it's it's really cool. Like that's um, that's really interesting. I don't. So, see, but I, yeah. again, so it, it's watching this minute. I we see the the we find out what the water drops is supposed to be, and, and we see the bubbles, and then she says, uh, "What is she it's saying? water flowing through the tree, even though it's dead." Yeah. And for a minute, I thought, oh, that's why she thought the tree was so wonderful. But she didn't know that that was happening, or did she, before she said, this is a wonderful tree, right? No, yeah. I wouldn't think so. Okay. I don't think she would know. Okay. Because uh, up until this point, she hasn't seen, like, these kind of trees, I don't think. Cause but she's did, never... so it, did she suspect that there was water flowing through? Is that why she put her head against the trunk? I think she just wanted to touch this you know giant thing like i think yeah. she, it was just about yeah you know, just about hugging i think so hugging. like yeah yeah and then she happens to hear the and water then she hears yeah water. she's like oh uh so she, we get a good shot of her fingernails okay They're very nice <laughs> yeah, i don't know it's, uh, i just saw it. it was one of the things you know watching it minute by minute it's like oh you don't usually you don't, yeah. Yeah, it's usually not a detail that you see in a lot of animation. Exactly. Now, I yeah. didn't. I didn't notice it, but she doesn't paint her nails. She thinks she uses like <laughs> nail polish or anything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah. To see just now she go with like bright pink. Do you think <laughs> she nails? uses like makeup at all? She has earrings. Mm. I don't. I no. wouldn't think so. I don't think. I think she's too busy flying and discovering forests yeah. to worry about her looks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just make make her feel good. Okay? <laughs> I, I could, could see for like ceremonies. <laughs> yeah, I could see it if it was like functional. The way like you know, you always hear that mascara and eyeliner was you know developed by I think in Egypt. You know, for yeah. everyone just to deal with you know being out in the sun. So I could oh, see her yeah. using that kind of like eyeliner, mascara type thing since since she's out flying all the time and out in the bright sun. You know. Presumably, like, yeah. I could see her using that type of functional makeup, but as sure. far as yeah. being decorative, I, I wouldn't imagine there's that there's much in this society in, in terms of terms of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, what kind of makeup she would wear on a daily basis. I mean, unless she she has like bed like 
scars on her face and she uses foundation for that. I don't. <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So the the quicksand that they were in was not was also this grains of petrified wood, right? Mm, yeah. yeah. So this is I just have a question about what, you know, the the elevation or mm-hmm. the height of these different areas, right? Is the the floor of the forest at the same elevation as like the ground? Like at the Valley of the Wind, is it kind of like a, if there was like a sea level? Or is that, I mean, is this underground cavern really underground? Or is the forest, is uh, the floor of the forest oh, okay. kind of raised? At the, it's kind oh, of like yeah. a canopy of where like the forest used to be. I just, like a hill a little? I mean, are we looking at roots of the trees hmm. to be an underground cavern? Or is this just like the... The floor of the right. forest just kind of rises up as these trees grow. Hmm. I, I interpreted it as they are underground, or essentially the the canopies somehow create like a like an interwoven web on top, and then everything you know that valley sits above this. But maybe that's and, and these would be like support columns for whatever's above. But yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about it until you kind of put it that way. That maybe that's. Or maybe that wouldn't work, but hmm. I don't know. Maybe the forest eats away at the ground, like where yeah. it's grown. So there, it's underground. Oh, so so as it grows, it kind of sucks yeah. out all the dirt underneath, and that kind of kind of gets transported mm-hmm. up above, like the canopy. Yeah. So this is underground. I think so. So the the level of the forest floor would stay the same. Yeah. All the dirt that was underneath is now up above, up above part of the the plant life or something. Mm-hmm. So they're cleaning the dirt and then taking all the waste. But there's out. no, I mean, these don't look like roots, though. No, they don't. No, yeah. They look like trunks. Yeah. Right? If they, if it was taking all the the ground, you know, maybe yeah. those roots. I would expect to see like branching structures, just mm-hmm. kind of you know, like roots. Yeah. But uh, maybe those have crumbled away. Those are the first things that get crumpled away. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, it's one of the things that, you know, as I (laughs) (laughs) sit here and overthink this. Yeah. That doesn't make Mm. a lot. Yeah. Hmm. So what, I mean, uh, that kind of made me wonder, you know, is the, the, is it in this minute that she says just like the, the bottom of the well? Yeah. Yeah. She says that. And if this whole forest is just kind of like a giant planet cleaning mechanism, mm-hmm. has it gone through the Valley of the Wind already? Has it made like one pass to produce the sand at the bottom of their well? Oh. Hmm. I mean, is the, is the sand at the bottom of the well clean because it's been cleaned by this type of forest? Or is it just clean because... It could be connected. Like maybe yeah. their well, uh, that well in her... Her little underground, I guess, laboratory. Maybe that's where, maybe the bottom of that well is this same type of underground forest. Yeah, maybe this underground forest is... Uh, Extends past yeah. the yeah. area where it's the forest is actually above ground. Yeah, like roots. Mm-hmm. Like it spreads out, but it doesn't look like roots. So it's just, that doesn't make it's sense. It's like the teapot <laughs> dome scandal where there's yeah. like side drilling or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) 
another movie. Yeah. <laughs> From there will be wrong. Wrong show. Chico has wrong show. <laughs> Chico hasn't had a chance to see a lot of the movies that I tossing. Ah. <laughs> you, yeah. Mm. Add it to your list. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I mean that made me wonder. Like, so as I mean, is how did the forest spreads though on the surface, right? Spores, mm-hmm. right? Sw- villages get swallowed up. Yeah. Yeah. D- do they wind up at the th- the same level as the forest floor, or do they wind up at the bottom of this cavern as the mm-hmm. as the as the forest grows above them? I think it grows above them. So that if, the, <laughs> if there was a village that had been in the middle of this forest, mm-hmm. right where they were, yeah, we're right where where Nausicaa is standing right now. Okay, right, right. If that had been a spot where some village had been swallowed up, where's like the floor level of that village? Is it where she is now, or is it above them, like at the forest floor where they fell through? I I assume above. Yeah, I okay. I assume above. I think this is. I, I assume that this place works like a cave where okay. the tops mm-hmm. of the trees, the canopy, become – it's like a ceiling in a okay. house. So then the second story above this forest is the sea of decay and the you know the, the valley of the wind and every, everywhere that the people currently live are basically living on top of these trees. And that that's part of what – that realization to her is that seeing this big cavern is like there's a life down here. There's there's that's why I interpret it a lot of this as here's a place where we can live that has oh. pure water, pure air, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean this kind of yeah this yeah. this kind of bolsters your theory I think a lot mm-hmm. that this is you know they could move there like and be an underground civilization until the this whole force of decay thing blows over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you talked about uh, villages being swallowed up, I wondered if if this like underground forest grows outside of what's above. So, right. Yeah. So how? So, so does is like finding pure sand in a well like a warning sign that it it's uh, gonna come to your village? Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, because they, they, I think, I think it's everybody in this movie's idea that the the forest is spreading over ground. Yeah, right. If they found out that it was spreading underground, underground. mass hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> it would be mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. What else you guys got? For this minute. Just a tiny little thing. Um, I really like the casual way that she pets. Is it, is it Tito? Yeah. Her, Tito, her, Tito. Her, yeah. Okay. Her little fox squirrel um, at the end of this minute here. It's just very casual as if you'd like absentmindedly, you know, pet a cat that's sitting next to you. You know, yeah. it's not yeah. uh, it's a little thing that they didn't have to animate and, and add in there, but just really nice. And it's a it's a very real moment. That's I like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's all I had, though. It's a nice touch. Yeah. How about you, Chieko? Uh, so Naushka says that it's just petrified. The sand is petrified wood. And my immediate thought was, so it's just really ground up wood chips, like at a park. Just, mm. I thought it was funny. It was yeah. funny in my head. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is like, this whole place is just filled with sand. Yeah. How happy do you think Tato 
is to be <laughs> in the middle of a huge litter box. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny to have to kind of have a, a moment where you see him off in the distance and he's just, you know, scratching at the yeah. Barry. He's, he's yeah. covering yeah. something up. You're yeah. like, oh, what just happened? Forever unclean. Oh, no. Uh. Okay. Okay. Well, heartwar- more heartwarming Tito moments. <laughs> Later. Okay. Yeah. As soon as I took that note, I'm like, oh, this is the episode title. <laughs> Giant litter box. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Okay. Anything else? Yeah, that's it. I'm good. All right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, See you next time on Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute.